right, and we're back for week nine preview now, coming off the Browns victory. I know everyone told me I was an idiot for taking that one, but finally got one with Cleveland. That brings my record now to two and three with Cleveland on the season. So I'm still a loser with Cleveland, just like Cleveland mostly is, but at least at least we got a winner there. So week nine, we'll kind of go through each team and you know maybe talk a little bit more about the games and you know where these teams are headed. So. We'll start, which is surprisingly a big game for me tonight, but not in, not in a side perspective, but I have a money line parlay on the Philadelphia Eagles to beat uh, Houston tonight at Houston. The line is 13.5, over under 45. I don't have a play on either side in this game. I would maybe lean under, but then it's also AFC, AFC versus NFC, so maybe go over. It's Thursday night, that's an under lean. I just think if you can find a 14, I know this league, I know what happens. Just take Houston. Like, I need Philly to win. They're not going to lose. But at 14, I would just take it. I know that sounds crazy, but i got to give a lean on every game or at least some kind of pick here. I think I would just take Houston. It's just too many points. But if you if you wanted to bet a um, – the or if you wanted to p- do something in this game, I would even say like teasing Houston up to over 20 and a half. I mean, this, we're talking NFL football, a Philly team on a short week traveling who's not going to be that motivated in this game at 7-0 and against a bad Texans team. Even if Philly plays amazing and kills them, it's likely they're not going to win in the NFL by that many. So I would lean towards Houston plus the 14. I'm probably going to also lean towards under then if I'm taking Houston plus the 14. Uh, Houston is probably the worst team in the league. Philly may be the third best team in, in the league. Uh, there's not a lot of football takes I have on this game. I mean, Philly can, from offensive line perspective and defensive line perspective, they should own the game, really. It's just, you know, can Houston make some plays? Can they can they force Jalen to make a bad throw across his body or something? Fumbles can happen, things like that. And just in general, I think the NFL just tends to be closer than what we imagine. So... Give me Houston, slight lean. Give me under, slight lean. Too much time on that game. Uh, Miami and Chicago. Now, Miami just traded for Bradley Chubb. I really like that trade for them. I think, I'm sure he'll play this week, or at least at least try to. But I'm actually going to go Bears here. I already bet the Bears at plus five. Now we're down to four, unfortunately. I, I just think that, I just think the Bears are, are a little, a little bit better than people think, and I think that people are too high on the Dolphins still. Um, and it's on the road. Uh, I, I think Fields should be able to move it a little bit uh, against Miami. I don't think Miami's necessarily still a great defense, even if Chubb plays in this game, which I'm sure that he will. I, I just think that the defense for the Bears also plays way better at home than on the road. They have a weird split there. So I'm just going to take it. I, I think that some of these dogs are going to hit this week, and we'll get into it a little bit later. There's just so many dogs that people are going to say they have no chance. I think this is one that I do think has a chance. I think Chicago has a chance to win. I think Chicago covers this game. And the over-under, I'm going to slightly lean towards – I'll slightly lean towards the under. I don't trust that at all either, but I don't really like the total in this game. I like more the side. I think the Bears come to playoff getting their ass kicked by the Cowboys. I think Fields is playing better. He should get his legs going, make some throws hopefully with Claypool Mooney. And stuff like that. So, and, and their run game is good. I think they should be able to run it on Miami. I think they're going to score enough points to cover. We'll go 24-21 Miami Bears cover. 
Uh, and for Miami, too, long term, like I, I mentioned last week, Miami's going to win their next three football games. They're going to be 8-3. and three. But please make sure you remember what I said. Calm down. They're not a contender. They're not going to go anywhere in the playoffs. They will be quickly eliminated. Then, if they even make it, because the next three weeks after they start 8-3, eight and, eight and three, they go at San Francisco, at the Chargers, and at Buffalo. I don't see them winning any of those games. I could see them losing all those games. I could see that's when the two of frustration might kick in. We will see what happens. I know Jim's been calling me out saying two is not that bad. I agree he's not that bad. I do agree with that. I think I overrated how bad he is. But I also don't believe that he is a quarterback that can ascend a team. I think the wide receivers have ascended this team. Their offensive line is also not that good at protecting him either, as we've seen you know, with him getting injured. So I think against the better teams, against the better pass rushes, he's going to be in some trouble still. And and especially if Miami gets behind. Now, Chubb will help defensively. I don't think it solves all of their defensive issues. But I think it, it will help. So I, I'm still very unsure on this Miami team. I think they're going to get to 8-3, and three, though. And I think a lot of people are going to go crazy and, and put them in with the, the Bills and Chiefs when they are not clearly not with them. So we, we will see what happens on that long-term prediction with them. Buffalo and the Jets, I mean, this line was crazy. It, it was Buffalo minus 13. Now, now it's gotten bet down finally. Um, I, once again, I have some money line parlays with the Jets here. But like this, the side I'm not as interested in, I just don't trust Zach Wilson at all. There's no way they're gonna let they're gonna let the the uh, Zach Wilson do much in this game, from a Jets perspective. They're probably just gonna make him hand it off and just punt. So over under 47. I'm going under here. It's a divisional game. I think Josh Allen at times too, like he can be wild with the football. Maybe he turns it over in in, in their their territory as well. Bills don't have a consistent run game still really. The Jets defense is pretty good. Like Quinn Williams is good. Sauce Gardner's good. I think under 47 is my side here. I have Bills and Moneyline parlays. Hopefully they don't lose. But the side-wise, I'd give the slightest of leans to the Jets, but I don't love that either. It's just, once again, points at home. I'm just going to take it. Um, the Jets aren't terrible. Like last week, we had some bad teams that were getting double digits, like like the Steelers and, um, God, I'm blanking on who else. Green Bay, I don't consider them bad. Somebody else too as well. But this week, I think the the, the bigger... Dogs this week are a little, well, I can't just say it, well, not with Houston, but some of the bigger dogs are better this week. So I'm going to lean towards the Jets, and I'm gonna, and I'm, I'm actually going to take the under. I'm going to bet that under 47. Uh, Minnesota and Washington, uh, the, once again, like a game that I don't absolutely love, but I'm going Washington here probably for a unit. I, I, I don't trust Minnesota still. You know, they, they made a trade. Everyone's going to go crazy about that. But, like, I, I just feel like at the end of the day, like, and Minnesota's barely out, out, outscoring their opponents. They're barely outgetting their opponents. Like, Washington's front front four is good. They're putting pressure on people. They're stopping the run. I, I don't love their offense at all. I think Minnesota's defense is still a little weak, though. Like, I don't think it's great. It's not what it, what it has been. I think Heineke can make plays. I don't think he's that good, but I think he makes plays. He's good against the spread. I think he's like 8-2 and two in his last 10 starts. He's won for me last week. He pulled it out. Like I said, I was kind of lucky, but I'm going another dog, Washington. I think the dogs are, will be barking this weekend as I picked four dogs in a row now to start. And in the total, um, 43.5, I'm going to lean towards the over, but who knows? Don't love it. Uh, not not a not a play for me on on that side. Chargers and Falcons. Um, 
This one I don't get. Now, this is one of the underdogs that I'm, I'm not sure about. I'm, I'm very confused. I think the Falcons are, are I know they're 4-4, four and four, but I, the game that always is going to stick in my head is how easily Cincinnati just destroyed them, especially on defense. And I think A.J. Terrell, I think, is likely going to be out again this game. I know that, that Cordero Patterson is no good um, for, for the Falcons. Uh, I'm probably just going to lean towards under and Chargers here. And I think the Chargers, they're off a bye. I know this Falcons defense is beatable, even without, you know, they have, they have a banged up offensive line, they got a banged up receiver core. I, I just believe that they'll be able to move the ball against Atlanta no matter what. I think the, the Bengals were also banged up in that game. They were still able to move the ball. Obviously, Chase wasn't even, even healthy and he scored two touchdowns. So I think the Chargers will be able to move the ball enough. I think if all they got to do is score, if they can score 28, which I think they easily can in this game, they're going to cover the three. I don't love the Chargers long-term. I don't love the Falcons long-term. I don't know if I, I, I might put a unit on it. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I'm going to go Chargers and I'll give the, I'll give a lean towards the over just because the Falcons defense is that bad. I don't even think it matters how, who's playing for the Chargers. I just think the Falcons defense is that horrendous. We saw it against Carolina. We saw it against Cincy. It's a really bad defense, and I don't see them stopping anybody anytime soon. So we'll lean towards the Chargers and the over. Carolina and Cincy, not a game I'm very excited about. Carolina, you know, like I said, I think they're a little propped up by playing the Falcons, who have a terrible defense. Um, Cincy, I still think, is mostly a fraud, kind of, from a, like, a contender's perspective. I mean, are we allowed to criticize Joe Burrow yet? I get probably not. You know, he's the king, so we can't say anything about him yet. But I, I don't see a lot of, you know, great things coming out of Burrow and Zach Taylor without Jamar Chase. I mean, they can't just throw the ball in the air and pray that he catches it because that was the offense last year. I mean, they beat the Chiefs doing that. They beat multiple teams in the regular season just throwing the ball up and catching it. And without him, that offense isn't going to click as much. I'm going to lean towards the under 43 here. And I'll give the slightest of lanes to Carolina. I know that they're a dead team. They, they've played well against Tampa. They played well against Atlanta. This seems like a game where they might just go and suck. So I'll take Carolina slightly. I, I don't love – I never am going to lay seven and a half with any AFC North team ever. So Carolina under, not really not a bet for me, really not a game I'm too interested in in betting. But I, I do think that if the Bengals don't don't come here, then – and, and play well like they're not a team I'm really going to be interested in the next few weeks uh, I think that this is they can kind of bounce back maybe but I, I don't know they, they seem like a little I mean the Browns literally beat the shit out of them and we've seen how the Browns have played this season so yeah uh, I'll Carolina under Green Bay Detroit um I, I've been back and forth on this one Sharps are on Detroit hard here I just feel like this is a Packers spot, though. Like, I liked how they ran the ball. I mean, Detroit's defense is horrendous. It's like the worst against the pass, close to the worst against the run. If ever Rodgers is going to have a big game, it's got to be right here, right? Like, I know that, and Detroit has hung around in some games, but I just feel like they're such a mess, and they're gonna, I think they're going to fire all of their coaches here soon. I, I think that this is a total rebuild. They traded Hawkinson, that they're giving up on the season. Swift is still injured. I, I don't love Goff still. Like I, Green Bay still got a decent secondary. They're not great against the run, but they're only going to have Jamal Williams likely. So 
I don't know. I, 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 and Green Bay hasn't shown in a while. Like they're not dead yet, though. They can still turn this thing around. Like they they play Detroit and then they play two big home games against two teams that I think they could could beat at home. They play Dallas and they play Tennessee. So if they could win this game and then and then possibly even just split, you'll be in the wild card race. And you got the Bears and the and the Rams and the Dolphins. Like there's games that you can win in there. The Vikings and Lions stand it. So. I don't think they're quite dead yet. I, I expect if they don't show here, they're done, though. So that's why I think they are going to show. They're going to get to four and five. I think they win this game by margin. Do I want to do a unit on the Packers? I got to say it now. Yes. One unit, Green Bay minus three. Don't love it, but I, I just I got to take a, sh- a shot here. I took them last week plus the 11 and a half against the Bills. I got lucky. I'm going to take another shot on, on Green Bay. I loved how they were able to run the ball. They ran the ball very well against the Bills. I think they'll be able to do that again here control the game, and, and they're going to win this game by double digits, maybe. Packers. Lions, from your perspective, I argue with my friend Buck today about this a lot. I, I think the Lions, they need to dump Dan Campbell. It's very obvious that the staff is not it. So, I mean, you're not even close in games. You're going to beat by Dallas. You didn't score a point in the second half against a Miami team that, that was definitely beatable. Couldn't do it. I think it's over for them. It's going to be another total rebuild. I mean, this is the worst franchise you know, in, in sports, it's worse, it's worse than anybody. So I am going to pretty much say the Lions are, are done for this season. I think the whole staff is going to get fired. They might go 2-15, and 15, which would put Dan Campbell at a whopping 5 and what, 26 and something, 27 and, and 1 in, in his career. So I, I think that will, that will get him fired. I'm imagining he's going to get fired after the Bills go in there and kill him on Thanksgiving Day. Um... But then at the same time, I have some hope for the Lions in the future. Maybe we'll do that on the review pod after after this game. But yeah, I, I think Detroit is a team that's done. I think I don't think Green Bay's done yet. They showed fight against. They weren't great against the Bills. That's the best team in the league, though. When you go at the Bills, it's Sunday Night Football, not an easy game. So I did like how they ran the ball, though. I think they're going to be able to run it here. I'm going Packers. India at New England, two teams I don't like at all. Um, but I think this one's. Like, I wouldn't call it obvious, but, I mean, God, do you want to lay five and a half with New England? New England minus five at home, over over under 40. I just think there's going to be a very low-scoring game. You can beat New England running the ball. I, I've seen it multiple times. Um, yeah, I, I just... I don't. I mean, Ellinger worries me on the road against against Bill. That's the one thing that will, will probably make this only a lean with, with the Colts instead of a bet. But I think Taylor has a good chance to get the get some runs going. I, I don't know. I could see New England win this game twenty to ten. I could see this game being twenty to seventeen. Pats. I could see Indy pulling it out seventeen fourteen. So I'll lean towards under, and I'll I'll lean towards the Colts, but not real sure on this one. Raiders and, and Jaguars. Um, this one's a little more confusing for me. I, I mean, we've been on Jacksonville. Jacksonville just knows how to lose, though. Um, they, they figured out this is how we're going to lose constantly. So I'm going to take the Raiders for a unit, unit. And I talked about last week how I, I like the Raiders a little more, but I, I actually bet the Saints last week because the Saints were on that 10-day bye. Now, Jacksonville's coming off the London game. I don't think that that's great for them. I mean, the, the Jags the Jags have been bad, really, the last couple weeks. Uh, I think that and – then, and then I love that the Raiders got shut out. When you get shut out, you usually respond. This is a beatable secondary for Jacksonville. The Raiders have offensive talent still. They have Max Crosby. They have Chandler Jones. They have players on these t- on, on this team. I think they're more talented than Jacksonville. 
And once again, I think this is a team that's not dead yet. I know they're 2-5. and five. They can win this game. We can go through their schedule. They play Indy next week. They can win that game. You're 4-5. and five. Now you're in wildcard contention. You're at Broncos. You're at Seattle. you got to split that. You know They can be in this. They play the Chargers at home, the Rams, the Pats, the Steelers, Niners, and Chiefs to finish it. So a little difficult at the end. But I don't think they're dead yet. I think they're gonna. The Raiders are still gonna show some life. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Raiders here for a unit. Um, and over under forty eight. I'm gonna lean towards the over. I think we're gonna get some points in this game. Um, but not a bet there. So Seattle and Arizona is a very difficult game for me to pick here. So there's two contrasting sides. I think Seattle's still underrated at this point. I've been on Seattle multiple times this year. I just, I feel like they're they're just always a good bet, um, and the Cardinals just aren't. Like I don't trust the Cardinals. I know that DeAndre has helped the offense, and they and they've made plays with him. He's obviously gotten a ton of targets, a ton of look. But really, like, what else do they have on this team? It's any good? Kyler's still running backwards. Cliff is still struggling to score in the first half. I don't know. I don't fully trust them. I thought if the Cardinals were ever going to show. It'd be off the 10 days at the Vikings. They couldn't beat them. Kyler th- th- is throwing bad picks. Uh, I'm going Seattle here plus the two. I'm pro- I already have a teaser with Seattle plus eight, eight and a half. Um, and then over under 49, I'm probably just going to lean towards lean towards the under. These two teams went under not too long ago. I still think we have these, this perception of Seattle and Arizona as these high-flying teams. I don't think they're that high-flying. The 49 and a half is a lot. I'm going to lean towards under. I think Arizona can slow down their run a little bit. Seattle's defense is opportunistic. They're not great, but they, they do stop teams, so they find ways to do it. Pete's pretty good at, at getting his guys up on defense, so I'm going to lean towards Seattle. or I'm actually going to unit Seattle. Unit Seattle, nothing nothing on the total, but I'll lean towards the over, which will then bring us to, oh, God, Rams and Tampa Bay. Oh, my. Uh, two teams that I, I'm not betting this game. So this is gonna be my my one pass here. Um, I think we talked about the Rams on the Monday pod and the review. I, I think that they're pretty much done. Wouldn't be surprised if they beat this Tampa Bay team, as I said on Monday. Tampa Bay, I wouldn't be surprised if they bounce back either against the Rams team that's not playing well and has no offensive line either. I don't, slightest of lanes to Tampa Bay, um, and and I'll just go under blind here because of how bad these offensive lines are and how old and crappy the quarterbacks have been. So under 43, uh, Tampa Bay minus three are my leans. Maybe a Tampa Bay money line, just desperation. Do you really see Tom Brady going three and six? Maybe he's that bad right now. So, yeah, no thank you on that either. I'm talking myself out as, as we go through it. Straight past Tampa Bay and the Rams. No thank you. Kansas City, Tennessee. Um... I'm not sure if Tannehill is going to be good to go. Um, even if Tannehill is good to go at at twelve and a half, it's not like he's like. I mean, he's going to be able to throw the ball a little bit more, so maybe have more of a backdoor cover. Like when when's the last time Kansas City has been covering these big lines? They were seven against the Raiders. They almost lost. I don't know. I just feel like Tennessee can hang in there. Vrabel's a pretty good coach. He'll be able to figure it out enough, especially in these spots. Like Vrabel's not a great. You know, let's go out and dominate, Coach. But when he's a big dog, I, I kind of like him here. So 12.5 Sunday Night Football. I doubt the Titans get embarrassed. I'm, I'm going to take the Titans plus the 12.5 as a lean. Over under 45.5. I'm, I'm surprising, surprisingly going to lean over, even though the Titans might have Malik Willis and just have no no ability to pass. I just feel like they'll be able to move the ball enough 
to get it there. But once again, this is not a game I'm too interested in. Um, not not going to be in my, my best bets. I have Kansas City and some money line parlays like I do with Philly and, and Buffalo, which I've done pretty much every single week. And that's just been an absolute lock because those three teams just win every single week practically. So unless they play each other, which Kansas City and Buffalo did you know, a couple weeks ago. So I'll lean towards the Titans. I'll lean towards the over. I have no idea, though, um, on, on either side in that game. So a pass on Sunday Night Football. Baltimore and the Saints. Saints plus three. This is easy. Give me the Saints. Um, I, I have no no not not scared of that at all. I, I think the I think the Ravens have played better. I mean, obviously they looked really good um, again in that second half against Tampa Bay. Just absolutely dominated them. But Tampa Bay had some injuries. Barrett went out in the second half. Uh, I just think Tampa Bay is a little overrated in general. The Saints. I, the Saints are hard to, to figure. But I, I do think that at home, they're very good. I, I just like them. Uh, they've been a team I've been on. They've been covering. They've covered, you know, if I bet them in teasers, they've covered. I bet them in spread that spreads they've covered. I, I just, I feel like if anybody's going to win the South, it's going to be this team. The way they shut out the Raiders, I thought was impressive. I think a lot of that was a little bit of McDaniels just refusing to run the ball. And that's what, that's what you can do best against the Saints is run the ball. So I, I do think Baltimore will have some success. I, I think Baltimore's defense is still a little bit, you know, we're waiting to see that that kind of take off. So over under 48, I don't know, in the dome, see some Saints getting Saints getting some big plays with Kamara. I could see, you know, Lamar get, getting going, Gus Edwards again getting going. So I'm going to lean towards over 48, and then I'm, I'm taking the Saints for a unit here, plus three. So just, just all one unit bets again this week. Nothing crazy, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary this week. So let's go. We're going to take the Saints. We're going to take the Seahawks. We're going to take the Raiders. We're going to take the Packers. We're going to take the Chargers. We're going to take Washington. We're going to take the Bears. And and those are my picks for the week. Um, no really total plays. I, I love enough to bet probably. Oh, sorry. Yes, I do. Uh, Buffalo Jets under 47. I do like that one. Um, and that's already a bet for me too. So those are the bets. Not, a, not once again, not a great week. Uh, we'll see what happens. This hopefully we get another fun, exciting week. We get a bunch of overs and scoring and, and, and excitement. Looking at the games and going through them, I, I don't know if we're going to get that this week, like we did last week. I think it's going to be kind of a ho hum week here, but maybe week ten will be better. I, I don't know. The overall league play again, it, it's just it's not good. I don't know what's happening to this league right now. I, I wish that. You know, we could get some quarterbacks in, and then, like I've said, we look at the draft class for Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. I'm not really, you know, not that you should put all the expectation in them next year to be great or even in two years, but I don't know if they're ever going to be good in the NFL, and I don't know what's going to happen with no... They need quarterbacks and offensive linemen desperately in the NFL. And until that starts to change, I don't know what's going to happen, especially when you get this many good defensive ends who can just, you know, either... You know, just with the bend to just get around the left tackle or right tackle or just be able to just power right through him or spin. It, it's just, it, it's getting harder and harder to play tackle. It's getting harder and harder to play quarterback. And we're just seeing if you're, if you're not elite at those positions, you struggle automatically. So we'll see what happens. I think it's starting to become a problem. It's almost starting to become like the NBA with the three pointers. If you can't shoot threes in the NBA, you have no chance. And, and in baseball, if you can't hit home runs in baseball, you have no chance. So 
You don't have a quarterback. You don't have offensive tackles in the NFL. And you're, I mean, I would say a little bit wide receivers. You got to have a little bit of talent there now too. Where in the past you really didn't. You just don't. You're you're just playing behind. You're you're not as you're not with the rest of the top teams when when you don't have those things. So uh, hopefully the league starts to change. Hopefully we get a new crop of quarterbacks like we did with Eli, Ben, Rivers, all those guys that you know in my era, I guess we could say. But we will see. Those are the picks this week. Good luck. Fade or follow. I've been hot lately. Maybe recommending a fade here since I, I've been hot. It usually means I'll lose. So uh, good luck.